From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be, right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. everybody. This is Sandra Beck, and we've got such a great show today. We're going to be talking with Sherry Breyer. And for those of you who want to follow along on your computer or your phone, check out womenrockproject.com, just like it sounds, Women Rock Project. And that's the largest online video library of women's wisdom, and it's put together by Sherry Breyer. And she has such an interesting background that I'm going to put them mic over to you, Sherry, and let you share. Um, what should our listeners know about you? Okay, well, they might want to know why I started Women Rock Project. I was, um, it really arose from the ashes of my career in dance. Um, I'd been teaching every day for over 30 years in my own dance studio. Um, the pain in my legs all of a sudden became so severe that the doctor said I would need two hip replacements. So I had to give up all of my classes, except for my advanced classes in my dance company, because I could sit in a chair and tell them what to do. They had been with me for so long. But I finally had the surgery and fell into a really deep depression, wondering how I would be able to um, continue to inspire women if I couldn't teach my classes. So, as I was recuperating from the surgery, I was walking back and forth across the deck of my condo, first with a walker and then with a cane, wondering how I would be able to serve and inspire women because I had been teaching, as I said, I had my own dance studio for over 30 years and had been involved with women all that time. And my intention was always not just to teach dance, uh, but to inspire and give women a, um, a vehicle to express themselves. So I was wondering how I would be able to continue to inspire women. And I kept asking spirit what I could do, how I could be of use in the world. And finally, I heard someone say that the thing that breaks your heart the most is where your service lies. And to, to this day, that line just really knocks me out. The thing that breaks your heart the most is where your service lies. And I knew immediately that the thing that always brought me to my knees was the plight of women and girls around the world and throughout time, throughout eons. But I still didn't know what I had to offer. So I started interviewing women who had had, I knew that I had to change my life. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know if I would even be able to walk, let alone um, dance, and let alone teach, let alone perform. So I started interviewing women who had had to change their lives because of circumstances beyond their control, either through illness or divorce or job loss or death or empty nests, their children went away, or natural disasters um, like we're having here in California, uh, Northern California. And I found that with the knowledge I was gathering from them, I was learning a lot about how I could change 
and really reinvent myself after this, um, my um, illness. This challenge. Um, right, after this challenge, right. And I felt that I could, at this point, you know, after inter interviewing so many women, um, in these situations, I felt that maybe I could help other women in these situations. So I decided, I actually kept praying, asking spirit, what could I do? And I actually had a revelation, a vision. It just came down to me in full. I was to create womenrockproject.com. And it would be the largest video library of women's wisdom to inspire, educate, and motivate women. And I could see it all then, right there in this vision. It would have hundreds of video clips by, for, and about women who had changed, who were living, who actually who were very unhappy or had to change, um, had a vision for what they might love to do or want to do or need to do. And um, they overcame whatever obstacle it was that prevented them from living a life like that. But the most important thing was that they were all giving back in some way by uh, inspiring or um, serving other women and girls, very, very much so with girls. So I started posting, I started interviewing them on video and posting these videos. And um, that's what I been doing for several years now and there are over 500 videos I post one at least once a week and there are videos uh, of these women of an individual woman and you can go to her page if you go to womenrockproject.com you'll see a whole bunch of uh, pictures of women and you can click on anyone that interests you uh, you go to her personal page and you'll find her photo a video of her always an inspirational video because I am not about spreading, you know, you can hear, you can hear all the negative stuff on the news and I'm all about um, providing a positive image or a positive possibility. And then there's also text about the woman. And actually on the site, you can go, there's a um, category, you can select a category and there's well over a hundred different categories. It can act as a um, lifestyle or career uh, search also because um, there are all these different categories of um, women uh, that you can check out. You know, you can check out, you know, an actress or an astronaut or an athlete or a ballerina or any, just about anything. And so you can go there and you can find out, hey, what could I do? You know, this interests me. I'd like to know more, a little bit, little bit more about it. Could I live a life like this? And you'll find those um, uh, answers in a very inspiring way. You know, I think it's so important, um, you know, when you look at your, your change, like, you know, who you were before this project that you put up, the Women Rock Project, and who you've become as a result of it. Can you talk a little bit about your transformation? Yes, I could. Um, well, the thing was that I really, I mean, I am so grateful that I actually recovered. I mean, I did a lot. I, had, I was very lucky to have an incredible surgeon who was the... Um, uh, the doctor for the the consulting doctor for the San Francisco San Francisco Ballet, so he knew what I what 
a dancer would need and want and how they would be able to get back to what they were doing. So I was very lucky to have him. He was an incredible artist, like an angel. Sherry, I'm just going to stop you for a second here because, you know, we're talking about resilience and, you know, Sherry had to have a double hip replacement. And that's a big deal for a, a younger woman who has a dance studio, has a dance career. And when we talk about resilience, that's the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. And resilience is so important. It's crucial in business and it is in your health. And we want to thank our sponsor today. And if you're in charge of hiring, resilience should be in every job description. Whether you're ready to make your next important hire or need some rehiring tips, Indeed is here to help. Now, Indeed is spelled I-N-D-E-E-D.com, Indeed.com. And it's the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. And you only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half more times likely to result in a hire. That's three and a half more times. That's huge. And with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over three million businesses. Wow. 73% uh, Sherry um, are are online job seekers that go to Indeed. I mean, that's huge. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with your free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash Powered Up like today's show. That's Indeed.com slash Powered Up. This is their best offer available anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com slash Powered Up. Terms and conditions do apply and the offer is valid through September 30th. Now we were talking about resiliency and that is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. Now your recovery wasn't quick. You had to put a lot of hard work and effort and time into your recovery. I'd like you to talk to us a little bit about that. I did. I worked my butt off in therapy and physical therapy and um, I actually got to a point where I could finally went get back into the studio, started teaching my classes, and a few months, several months ago, I actually started performing with my dance company again. So I was very, very fortunate, but that had been my life. And now I really saw that um, <clears throat> I wanted to do more. I wanted to be able to um, inspire more women and girls. So I did that through this uh, Women Rock project. And through that, I, I have a larger, a much larger vision of um, what is possible and how I can serve and inspiring other people to serve. And I've become very focused. This is now my, I, I have not picked up all of my classes again. I really changed. I mean, I was teaching just about every day, a few classes a day, whether private or group classes, plus rehearsals for over 30 years. And um, after this whole thing, I decided that that was, not, um, that was not my main focus anymore. I do love the dancing and I do love, I am keeping my dance company and my advanced classes. But my focus now is, um, is wider and it's um, 
I just want to be of more use in the world. So I would say that that's, that's how things have changed. My motives have changed. My, um, oh yeah, I just, uh, I've, I've learned a lot about myself and I've, uh, I hear that the, both the project and when I give talks or whatever I do, um, that it's being, it is being useful. And that's my, that's my main goal, my main intention. Now, when you were faced with this monumental challenge, you, know, you think of a dancer, two hip replacements, um, your life was effectively changed forever and you had no choice in the matter. And right. when change happens and when difficulties come, what were some of the things that you turned to from your experience walking this earth for more than 10 years you know what what <laughs> what did you pull from what gave you strength oh boy that's a bit that's a big one um yeah i mean when i really i mean i was at a really low point i thought that was it you know i that's what i've been doing for all those years and i wasn't going to be able to do that anymore and um I have, well, first of all, I've been very fortunate to have a, um, a very happy and fulfilling marriage for a long time. And so I was not alone. And um, I, what did I do? What did I do? I, I ask spirit for help a lot. Okay. I, I really feel that, um, I can't do it on my, I can't do things totally on my own. And I used to try and I used to have a big ego, I guess, but it came down to, Hey, you know, I need some help here. What am I going to do? And I actually kept, you know, I just kept asking. I think that if you ask the question, you get the answer. And I just kept asking, okay, what do I do? How am I going to do this? What should I do? What would be valuable? Um, okay. If I can't, if I can't dance, if I can't teach, how can I go on? And different things, just things would unfold. And so when you, when you, did you meditate? Did you journal? Did you draw paint or, you know, spend time in nature? You know, those are the real things that, you know, we hear people a lot using those techniques. Right, 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 right. Um, I, spend a lot of time in nature. I am an artist. I've been an artist all my life. Um, I made uh, jewelry, made my living from making jewelry and designing it for 20 years. Um, I did a lot of uh, designing again, a lot of working in a workbook, uh, in, you know, in a uh, sketchbook. I, um, I'm also very fortunate that I live in a beautiful place. So I would sit on my deck I would, you know, I spend a lot, a lot, a lot of quiet time. I would sit, sit on my deck and I can see all the way from Mount Tam to um, the skyline in San Francisco to the Golden Gate Bridge. And I, I, I think I just sat and looked out a lot. Yes, I met and I would get quiet and I would ask, you know, what is, what's, what's next? What is it? And then I must say that this project, as soon as this project came along I felt like I had um, 
you know, it was, it was my savior. It was my savior. And then I felt that I could, um, you know, just doing it, just creating it, putting the whole thing together, interviewing these women. I'm not one to, you know, sit around a whole lot and do not much. <laughs> so I always need a project. I'm big, big time needing a project of some kind. So this project really, um, really saved me. I mean, and when you're writing, when you're, you're writing or, or interviewing women and you're writing about them and telling their story about, uh, you know, the things that they've gone through, my, I ended up feeling like, you know, there, but for the grace of God, I was, I was, my, my problem seems small. So when you, when you transitioned through this process, what was the hardest part of putting your book together? What was your biggest challenge? Of putting my book together? Yeah. The book. The book. The book. Let's uh, switch over to the book just for a second because, you know, you had the Women Rock Project. You're putting this together. It's inspirational. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but writing a book is time consuming. It's personal. It's digging mm-hmm. deep. It's lots of revisions. Right. Well, I had had written another book. I mean, I was part of a couple of books of, uh, of uh, compilations of women. Um, and that was, you know, no problem. Whatever. I've been writing all my life. I've been writing I did my ideas, my thoughts, my, um, you know, I, my, one of my big projects is, you know, I want to change everything in the world. <laughs> So I would, I would, uh, you know, have lots of books full of what I would do, how I would educate people, how I would uh, just make the world a better place. But, and then, but I had a full book, another whole book um, before this called Doorway to Ecstasy, A Dancer's Initiation. And that book was a memoir about my career in dance and um, uh, foray into Egyptian temple dance, which is, the what people it is the ancestor of what people call belly dance today so I had totally loved writing that book and then this book was this book was actually easy it wasn't easy to um, get the whole format together but it was easy because um, it's a collection of stories and articles and sorry about that um, um, speeches that I had given. So a lot of it was already written. And a lot of it is, um, a while back, I had decided that the stories in Women Rock Project were so interesting, and so inspiring that I decided I wanted to uh, write a uh, column. And I wanted to have a syndicated column. So I started taking the stories from Women Rock Project, and writing them as columns you know, shorter, uh, more condensed. And um, so a lot of them are that. They had already been written. And then there were articles that I have written over time about um, being inspired and being, um, you know, how to live a life that rocks. So it was not that difficult. It was, there was a collection it was collecting a lot of things that I had already written and then finding out how to put them together. And I realized that some of them were about, you know, and these were the steps that women needed or that anybody really needs to change their life. Um, That, you know, you first, you 
you have to start, you have to be daring. You have to be willing to take a chance to, to change. And then I realized, well, the next thing is what happens if you're willing to take a change, but what usually happens is you're afraid. You don't want to be seen. You want sure. to, yeah, you're scared, you know, to put yourself out there. You'll be judged. You'll be, you know, people have all kinds of uh, ideas about you. And so I realized that, you know, you have to just jump in and decide, okay, you know, not only am I going to um, be seen, but I'm going to be dazzling and I am going to live out loud. So that's how that part came. That's another section. And then the third section is, well, okay, if I'm willing to take a chance and I do change and I do want to change and I am willing to be seen, what do I, what happens then? What do I, what do I do? Okay. How do I do it? And I realized then that you really have to have a, um, for me, for me, like one of my things is I have always had a real phobia. I mean, from the time I was really young, there's a whole story about that, about public speaking. And so I realized, well, if I'm going to do this thing and promote this, uh, the, my books or my website or whatever, I am going to have to get out there and do some speaking. So I was like, okay, how am I going to, you know, I, how, how can I do it? I'm like terrified. And I realized that um, I needed help and I needed help um, from something beyond myself. And I realized that if I was creating something that was a project or a vision that was larger than um, myself, that I would be able to, you know, I'd be able to overcome my fear of public speaking and my fear of just about anything else. And so I started meditating about, okay, how can I do that? Who, and, and I've always been uh, into the metaphysical and into the spirit. And so I really had, um, I really felt that I was being helped by the divine. And I really, um, the, you know, I really, I do believe that there is a divine feminine energy, the uh, creative feminine energy of the universe. And I asked for help. You know, I ask all the time. I think questions are um, the way into everything. So it's like, okay, what should I do now? Why should I do that? What's the next step? And I really felt like that I was um, guided by the divine. So that's daring, dazzling, and divine. Was that what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just you know, how did you how you know one of the things I was wondering is you know how you changed. You know what was the most challenging part? You know, putting the book together. Uh, um, right. You know, and when when you look at at when you look back at your life. Mm -hmm. Where does this, did you ever in a million years think you would be at this point, you know, owner of a website, owner of a big group, talking to all these fabulous people and an author, you know, was that ever on your, your wheelhouse? Like, did that track with your life? Mm -hmm. Oh my, um, I, you know, like every little girl who was, who didn't feel seen, I wanted to be famous. <laughs> I, but I wanted to be famous. I, I no, not not writing. I think that if I would have chosen something and moved toward it, I would have been a Broadway star. I, I would have been a, a, a triple threat: a singer, dancer, and actor. 
And the problem was that um, I kind of, you know, I think that we all know what we're passionate about and who we are as little girls, as, as children. But I think it gets talked out of us and bred out of us and conditioned out of us. And the thing was that I was every, um, I, I swear, it was like from the time I was in junior high school when you finally have a guidance counselor, mm-hmm. I would go into the guidance counselor at the beginning of the year and say, I want to take an art class and I want to take um, some singing and drama classes. And they would always say, oh, no, sorry, you can't do that. You're too smart. You have to take liberal arts. You need to take another language and another science. And I was like, uh, and I swear, every every year I would say that up to the point where, and, and I mean, through high school even, I want to take an art class. No, you can't take an art class. Um, you have to take more, you know, calculus. I want to take an art class. No, or I want to take a a drama class. No, no, you can't do that. So much so that I finally got to college and I did not declare a major. I did not know what I wanted to do because I I wasn't allowed to do what my talents and my inclination Mm -hmm. was. And so finally, um, the beginning of my junior year, junior year, I mean junior year in college, I... um, I had to take a mandatory art class. So, or it was actually, it was a mandatory education class because I still couldn't take art in college either. And um, I ended up in this art education class that was so exciting and so dynamic and so inspirational that I knew what I needed to do, which was be an art major and because it was you know art classes are um, in college are like six hours a week no studio classes and so I ended up those last two years in college from morning to night nine o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night taking art studio classes to get my degree in art and so yes I know you asked me about writing um, I always wrote kind of kept a journal and my idea, but not so much, well, not so much a journal. It was my ideas. I had a lot of ideas. And so I was always writing those ideas down. And, um, but I never thought, hey, I'm going to be a writer um, until I decided with that last book, The Doorway to Ecstasy, A Dancer's Initiation. I knew that I had to write that book because at that time, nobody had the information that I had. And I had that information because I had a teacher who, she was an older woman who had given me, shared the secrets of Egyptian temple dance. And no one else knew these things at that time. Now you can go on the internet, any belly dancer can go on the internet and find out, well, what are the spiritual um, origins of belly dance? And they're there. But my book was the first um, and I still think the most comprehensive and the most um, real or, mm, yeah, uh, information. And it's my story. So I, it was actually fun for me to write my story um, about how I learned this dance and how it um, morphed into the teaching that I'm doing now. And I had help with that also. My sister is a um, a writing teacher and a professor, and uh, she asked me questions, and I answered the questions, and the book came together. 
So, you know, I think that's, that's, you know, so much of this is so important because, you know, as we live longer, as we improve our health and medical, we're productive longer. Mm. And a lot of people could have taken the double hip replacement as a time to hang it up, you know, not just hang up your dance shoes, but just hang it up and, you know, watch TV until, you know, it's time to leave this earth. And you chose to, um, you know, you chose a different path and that's what makes you interesting. You know, given, you know, the, the, the situation that you found yourself in, all of a sudden you, you've created this whole energy, this whole movement, this whole, you know, participatory thing, including a website and a book and doing interviews. What do you like most about where you are today? Oh, that's a big one. That's a good one. Um, I, I am a lover of life. I really, I'm interested. I'm curious. To this day, I still want to know everything and go everywhere and be everything. Um, I have actually, when you ask what have I learned, um, what I've learned is that I need to rein myself in and have a focus. Okay. Um, and that has been, that's my real work. Now I have this focus about women rock project about letting every woman in the world and every girl in the world know about it so that they have feel like they have a place to come. Um, my other focus is now the book, my daring dazzling and divine. Um, so these are my, fo- this is my focus for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm giving up all the, creative other creative stuff that I have wanted to do I mean I've done so much and I've traveled around the world and I right now I couldn't give up the dancing I mean right now I have my studios closed can't can't go in and teach my my dance my um, dance company is um, you know on hiatus um, I decided that I had to do something and that I wanted to continue to inspire dancers, you know, because they all can't go in their studio and dance anymore. (laughs) So I decided to, um, I just finished giving 100 consecutive Facebook live belly dance classes. (laughs) And so that's what I did every day. I would, um, you know, turn on the Facebook live and I would teach them a class warm up and a little combination. And that was great because, you know, yes, I could keep in my physical shape. And I heard from, you know, dancers that I never would have had in my studio from all over the world. Actually, there were these, when I did that last book, the compilation book, we did a book launch in uh, Prague. And I went to Prague and there two of the other women who were in the book were twin, twin girls, twin women from um, Croatia. And yes. And they turned up one day on my Facebook live belly dance class and there were women from all over. And that was very exciting. And so um, I do, what do I do? What was your question one more time? Oh, we were just talking about what, (laughs) you know, what, you know, when you, when you had this big transition, you know, and, and how you transitioned, you know, what, 
what are some things like, did you ever think you would be doing what you're doing right now and having these, these new adventures? Um, well, I always know that I'm going to create new adventures cause I, I can't, I, I have to, whether it be a project, you know, an art project or a dance project, or whether it be, I have, I have giant wanderlust, whether it be um, traveling around the world, which is, this is, that is actually, I must say, that is actually the most difficult thing. That's actually the most difficult thing for me to deal with is not being able to travel. Um, so I go out for, my husband and I go out for these little rides. I think we're wearing a groove in the <laughs> in the roads around us because we go, you know, we go out to West Marin, we go a little bit north, we go a little bit south, but we are always within like 10, 15 miles. Um, I I keep myself. I as I said, I'm I'm curious, and I always. I mean, there's always something to do. I can't imagine, I can't imagine people who are bored. I really can't. And so I, I find something to do. I love that. I love that. So as we get um, close to the end of today's show, what is the best piece of advice you can give for our lady listeners today who are hearing this show, who might be facing challenges? You know, sometimes it's a, a company is closing because of all the COVID restrictions. They might have lost their job. They might have find themselves home with their kids. Um, You know, when we normally giving them away to school, (laughs) you know, that's not going to happen now. Today's our first day of, of school. um, And it's, it's a challenge. I'll be honest. It's very, very challenging. So, um, you know, what's your best advice for, for women today? Oh my, um, let's see. I would say that, I mean, I, I understand I am not Pollyanna by any means or, um, whoever is, I, I under, I, I see what people are dealing with. And, and that's actually why, I mean, I am I, a big empath. I feel other people's uh, pain. I see other people's situations. And I know, you know, hmm. you know, I've been, the, the, the um, world, the dance world that I've been in for all this time is um, like the Middle East, women the the dancers dances of the middle east and the far east and i know that these women have i mean they have situations that are almost not able to things that they're not able to overcome because of religious prejudices and and um cultural prejudices and, and things and so and, but i know that also here you know people have women have um Insurmount, almost insurmountable uh, problems. I would say that um, you have to have, well, first of all, you have to have hope. You have to um, give yourself some time to start to feel who you are and what you need and start to love yourself, to know that it's okay for you to have 
whatever it is that you need. I think that self-love is a big one. I think self-knowledge is the biggest one. What, who am I and what do I really need and what do I really want? What am I really passionate about? And also to start, you know, I know it's hard when you've got a kid and you've got a family to look after and you're worried about financial stuff and all, but how can I, how can I serve? How can I help? I think when you get outside yourself, um, there's some respite. And so I would say, yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's, it's big. It is big, especially what we're all, I mean, we're this whole world right now. The thing about this whole world is that everybody's going through a difficulty. It's not like um, there's a war in, you know, Afghanistan or, you know, in Africa and particular people are suffering. Um, or even that if we were in the war and we were sending, you know, like World War One or two, we were sending off all the men to uh, fight. It's, it's really different. I mean, everybody is fighting this war in a certain subtle, invisible way. And um, I just say, you know, relax, pray, and serve others. It's hard. I know it's hard. I love that. I love that. So, Sherry, where can, where and when does your book come out? Well, the book is, um, this new book is uh, Daring Dazzling Divine Secrets to Rock Your Life. And um, it, the launch is on the 25th of September. Of course, we can't have a launch party because you can't go any place and do that. Um, the book is actually on Amazon now. I think you can buy it. I see that it's on Amazon and it's actually can be bought in many different places. So if you're eager, if you're really eager, you could do that. If you would like a free copy when it when it launches, you can go to either womenrockproject.com or to my personal website, Sherry Breyer, B-R-I-E-R.com. And um, the, on the banner, there is an icon with the, a little picture of my book. If you click on that um, and let us know that you're interested, we will send you a, um, a link for a free book when it launches on the 25th of September. That would really make me happy. If people would do that, that would be very exciting. So, yes, you would get a free book um, by going to either womenrockproject.com or sherrybriar.com. Love that. Love that. Sherry, thank you so much for being our guest today. We look forward to many future conversations. Congratulations on your new book coming out. And for those of you who want to learn more, go to womenrockproject.com. That's womenrockproject.com. It's important for me to note that Sherry Breyer did not pay anything for today's promotional appearance. We are not promoting her book for anything other than she did a great job on it, but she did not pay to be on today's show. It's important that, that you guys know that she is here because I respect and value what she does. We'll be back again next week with another great show. Thank you, Sandra. I'm grateful that you invited me. All right. We'll be back again next week. Okay. Bye.
From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be. 